Submit to every human authority because of the Lord, whether to the king as a supreme authority, or to governors as those who have been sent by him, to punish those who do what is wrong, and to praise those who do what is right. Do this as a free people, and do not use your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but use it as servants of God. Honor everyone, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the king. 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 13, 14, 16, and 17. Welcome to Canaan Bound Podcast, a podcast designed to offer the Christian rest during life's journey. Canaan Bound Podcast features devotional segments by pastors serving in the Wisconsin Evangelical Lutheran Synod, and music by various Christian artists who support our teaching. I'm Philip Wells, your host for this episode, episode 162. We begin with a devotion from Beard133.com and Pastor Tom Barthel. Freedom, honor, and love. Some people are heading back to school, whether it's after the break or during some time where they head off. It may not be easy during this season, which many consider a resurgence of the pandemic. Are the constantly changing regulations and guidelines an issue for your family? Talk to your family about what true freedom is as a Christian. Let their perspective be formed around Scripture, not just the media. Christ has set us free. We now live to honor him and share his great love. That puts every other talk of freedom into proper perspective. Many misconstrue the true meaning of freedom for a Christian. Our freedom in Christ doesn't involve living in defiance of authority. Our freedom means we are no longer captive under the devil and all the things of this world. We are no longer slaves to sin and under the curse of sin. With that freedom, won by Christ, we are able to live holy lives serving the Lord. We are able to submit to and honor worldly authority without fear. We know that the Lord is in charge of all. In fact, we don't submit any more merely out of fear of punishment. We submit because of the Lord, who freed us from the punishment of sin. We submit now because Jesus lives and rules over all. Martin Luther once said that the Christian is free and subject to no one, but at the same time also a servant of all. It's a paradox. It seems too good to be free and subject to no one, but we are still under Christ. It sounds hard to be a servant of all, but in Christ it is a blessed reality for us to live by. We use our freedom as servants of God. That's 2 Peter chapter 2. God bless everyone, students, teachers, and all of us as we go through another year in class, in work, with our friends and family. May he give wisdom to his people as they navigate through all the challenges. May they display patience and love so that the light of Christ shines through it all. The Son of God endured all so we might be free and live a new life loving others. Regardless of political stance, these words from Scripture are apt for the times. This is from Second Peter chapter 2, starting at verse 13. Submit to every human authority because of the Lord, whether to the king as the supreme authority or to governors as those who have been sent by him to punish those who do what is wrong 
and to praise those who do what is right. For this is God's will, that you silence the ignorance of foolish people by doing good. Do this as free people, and do not use your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but use it as servants of God. Honor everyone. Love the brotherhood. Fear God. Honor the king. Once again, that's 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 13 through 17. We pray. Lord, you have set me free, but I am now your servant. In gracious love you have brought me to be your own, that I might serve you in righteousness, innocence, and blessedness. Let this love be reflected as I honor those in authority in my life, those whom you have put in my life, and as I love those around me, and honor you above all. Amen. Up next, we have Tracy Vedke singing, I Will Build My Life on the Lord. We join Pastor Nathan Nass with a devotion from his series, Upside Down Savior. Hi, this is Pastor Nathan Nass with a short devotion from God's Word. Today's devotion comes from the book of Philippians, chapter 1, verses 3 through 6. I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. We're all in this together. Often do you hear that? Or better together or united. Our society is constantly telling us that we're all in this together. Is that true? Hardly. 
All the unity slogans aside, our world is a divided place. Lines are drawn, sides are taken, bitterness and selfishness reign. Because true unity doesn't come from slogans or politics or sports championships. Do you know where it comes from? The gospel of Jesus. Listen to what Paul said to Christians in Philippi, people of a different culture and race and language than his own. He said, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel. Jesus brings a unity to Christians that can't be found anywhere else. Paul and the Christians in Philippi were united in confessing their sins and their complete inability to save themselves. They were united in trusting in Jesus Christ as their Savior and putting their faith in his blood shed for them on the cross. They were united in their partnership to share the gospel of Jesus with as many people as possible. It was the good news of Jesus that truly made them better together. Have you found other Christians to partner with in your life of faith? God doesn't want you to be a Christian on your own. The devil does. The devil wants to do everything he can to separate you from your brothers and sisters in Christ. He wants to cut you off from God's word, from the encouragement that comes from the family of God. The devil wants to destroy churches just like he destroys society. But he can't win. Because our partnership of faith in Jesus depends on the almighty God. And he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Learn to treasure your fellow Christians. Crave encouragement from brothers and sisters in Christ. Seek out a church home where you can be comforted and give comfort. Christians are better together in Jesus. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, the devil is trying to drive me away from other Christians so that he can drive me away from you. Please don't let him. Build me up in you and use me to be a blessing to your church. Amen. This next segment is from Luke Italiano's To Tell the Story series. This is The Insult of the Fool. The two men wore dirty clothes and stank of the fields. Nabal wrinkled his nose. Well, what do you want? The two men looked at each other and approached. Sir, we have been sent by David. He is a great man. We have lived in the hills and protected your shepherds for a long time. We see that it is time to shear the sheep, and our master has sent us to you to see if there might be anything you might possibly share with us. And Nabal scowled. David? Who is this David? Is he some slave run away from his master? If so, he should be punished. There are so many people separating from their masters these days. Why why should I take my hard-earned food and just share it with a nothing like David? And Nabal kicked them out of his house. David's men went back to the mountains, a journey of more than a few hours. And there they reported to David in front of his men everything Nabal had said. And as they spoke, David's scowl grew deeper and deeper. How dare this Nabal? How dare he? 
David had sacrificed so much to protect Nabal's sheep. He had done so much. And if Nabal had said no, that would have been fine. But he had to insult David and his men. Finally, David spoke to his men with one single command. Put on your swords. And 400 men, ready to murder, set out. Meanwhile, back at Nabal's house, the servants ran to Nabal's wife, a beautiful woman named Abigail. Mistress! Mistress! Your husband, our, our master, David came, David's men came and asked for food, and David's men were always good to us. We never had to worry about any wild animals or, or, or brigands or any kind of anything bad happening to us when we were in the fields. They protected us, and Nabal sent them away empty-handed, and he insulted them. We got to do something. And Abigail wasted no time. She gathered a feast and loaded up on donkeys and set out with the servants. And can you imagine it? The Bible says that they met each other in a ravine. Coming down one side of the ravine is David and 400 men. They have their swords on and they are ready to kill. And the only thing standing between them and murder is a woman and a few servants. But as David rushes on, Abigail gets off her donkey and puts her face in the dirt, bowing down before David. And she says, My Lord, let the blame be on me alone. Let your servant speak to you. Hear what your servant has to say. May my Lord pay no attention to that wicked man Nabal. He's just like his name. His name is Fool. And Folly goes with him. But as for me, your servant, I didn't see the men my master sent. And she begs his forgiveness for something she did not do. And then Abigail proves her courage and tells David that he must not sin. That one day he will be king but this needless bloodshed would be staggering to him, that the guilt would weigh him down. And what would a man like David do? A man ready to kill over an insult? What will he do to this woman who dares tell him that he does the wrong thing? When Abigail finally falls silent, David says, Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, who has sent you today to meet me. May you be blessed for your good judgment and for keeping me from bloodshed this day and from avenging myself with my own hands. Otherwise, as surely as the Lord, the God of Israel, lives, who has kept me from harming you, if you had not kept, come quickly to meet me, not one male belonging to Nabal would have been left alive by daybreak. And David accepted the feast that Abigail brought to him and his men. And they went on their way. Brothers and sisters, this is a mark of greatness. Greatness repents. 
it admits when it is wrong. And this story is true. We end our time together with another song by Tracy Fedke. This is I'm But a Stranger Here.
You have been listening to Canaanbaum Podcast, episode 162. This episode was first shared in January of 2022. We'd like to thank Tracy Fedke for sharing her music with us this week. You can find more of her music at tracyfedke.com. Devotions from Pastor Tom Barthel can be found at beard133.com. Pastor Nathan Nass and Upside Down Savior can be found on Facebook or upsidedownsavior.home.blog. You can find more from Luke Italiano at breadforbeggars.com. And you can find these links as well as old episodes of this podcast at canaanboundpodcast.com. We would love it if you could share this episode with friends and family, especially those in need of rest and comfort. If you don't have a church home, we would encourage you to visit wells.net to find a Wells ministry location near you. Thank you for listening, and may God bless you in the upcoming year.